Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And it's coming up to 25 past one. I uh, hope you're having a, a wonderful uh, Father's Day for all you uh, all you tremendous rugby league dads out there tuning into the show. Great to have your company. And I hope you've uh, you've been treated to something special today. Um, we have got the NRL Profits Guru on the line. I'm going to talk to him in just a moment. Before you bet.com.au. Before you bet.com.au. That's the website you can go to if you are going to have a little flutter this afternoon. So a couple of games uh, coming up. The all-important game between the Gold Coast Titans and the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, that's uh, only about half an hour away from kickoff. And the uh, well, the, the snapshot is pretty simple. The Warriors, uh, the Titans rather, have to win by 11 points or more, and they will go level with Cronulla Sharks on four and against, but scrape into the top eight by virtue of a better percentage on points differential. Um, so that's what they need to do. And then later on today, West Tigers against Canterbury Bulldogs. Not a whole lot to play for there. No, uh, I'm not even going to pretend to talk that match up. Um, but we will uh, we'll be across that one later on for you as well. The guru is uh, on the line. Um, I think we're going to call it too. The, the, the old quarterback was going to try and get in touch with us. He tried to call through and, and the lines are all tied up because right now the Prophet's guru is on, on the line. And uh, guru, great to, uh, great to talk to you, mate. How are you? G'day, Chris. I'm well, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me and happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And you as well. You a dad? I am, mate. Uh, this is my first Father's Day, yeah. Oh, wow. Fantastic. So the little one is, I guess, less than one. Uh, six, yeah, six, six and a half months old. So, yeah. Boy or girl? A uh, little girl. A little girl. And what what did she buy you, Guru? Uh, just, you know, nice and simple. She got me uh, she got me a case of beer and um, oh, a nice little book that we can read together. So, good. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking the young one might have had some assistance there, trot, trotting off to the um, <laughs> the bottle-o. And, and, yes. And, and, <laughs> nice work. She did, yes. <laughs> nice work, nice work. Hey, let's, let's go back from the first game of the round. Really disappointing, the Raiders and the Chooks. They can continue to defy the odds. Yeah, look, credit to the Roosters. We've said it week after week. They're, they're a really tough side, and they showed again here how how tough they are. The, the Raiders are disappointing, as you said. They they suffered this, you know, a, a lot in this game. They had only forty four percent possession, but they completed at fifty nine percent, and they allowed the Roosters to make nine point six meters per carry, and they gave up seven line breaks and missed forty one tackles. Uh, that that's just not up to the standard, and they've been bundled out, you know, in the regular season, and rightly so. Melbourne Storm, they secure the minor premiership, 28-16 over Cronulla. Cronulla uh, put up a fight. It was 12-all at halftime. But Ryan Pappenhausen, Pappas back, uh, scored a hat-trick. Yeah, he was back to his best, Ryan. And I, I put out on the Before You Bet website that uh, a sneaky little side bet was for Pappenhausen to score a try at $2.10. I didn't think he'd score three, but that came in, which was good. Um, with Melbourne, tight early on. They pulled away in the second half and they clicked into another gear. The Sharks actually completed better than the Storm. Um, I think the Storm are still not at their best. I think they're working back to it. But a side like Cronulla, 54 missed tackles. You can't compete with the Storm when you're missing that many tackles. 
Any statisticians other than yourself out there? I'd love to know. Uh, so any, any, and our listeners are our best researchers, as the uh, the great Alan Jones would always say. What is the record, I wonder, for hat-tricks scored across a round? So we've got um, Ryan Pappenhausen scored a hat-trick. Brian Toto scored a hat-trick. Tom Trebojevic has scored a hat-trick. I'm just wondering what the number might be of uh, hat-tricks scored across the games. Not asking you on the spot for that, Guru. Uh, <laughs> the Panthers, though, um, I was talking to uh, to Scotty Sattler earlier on. They, they're looking good, aren't they? They chose not to rest their stars. Um, Cleary is just playing so, so good at the moment. And as you say, Toto scored a hat-trick. I was looking at line two with Nathan Cleary. He's won 36 of his past 38 NRL games. That's a, that's an incredible stat. He is on fire, and I've said it before. I don't think the Panthers can win the grand final without him. No. Um, I think as a side, though, I actually have the Panthers ahead of the storm at this stage, and their performance on, on Friday night against the Eels, while an expected result, it was it was still quite in, impressive. So credit to the Panthers. Um, they, they improved here on the little things. They had a high completion rate. They carried the ball well. They had late eight line breaks while just allowing the Eels one. And they, they missed just 22 tackles. So, I, as I said, I think I've put the, the Panthers ahead of the, the Storm at this stage. And that's also down to the strength they've got coming off their bench. Mm. Um, Newcastle Knights, 35-22. They were beaten by the Broncos. So the Broncos have finished the season on a high. They That's good for them. It was a disastrous start to the season for them. I'm not sure how much we take uh, into the finals that that game for, from the Knights. They they took um, a couple of their big guns off, didn't they? Pierce and Ponga pretty early in the second half, and they were also missing a few players as well. Yeah, look, I, I tend to agree with you there, but they also had them out there for the first half, and a lot of the yep. damage was done in the first half by the Broncos. I, was, I think it's a disappointing effort from the Knights. They they've underwhelmed in their five match. Uh, winning streak, and the most underwhelming side of, has been an attack, and they've got some pretty powerful attacking weapons in their side. So I, I question the Knights moving forward. Look, I, I tipped the Broncos on the Before You Bet website. Um, Newcastle, again, struggling in attack. They they just can't expect to win when they only complete at 64%, and worse still, they allowed the Broncos to average 10.7 metres per carry. So that's not going to top it uh, next week and against the better teams in the final. So I, I think the Knights are... Uh, are in danger of being bundled out straight away next week. I think you're right, you know, and, you know, they're seventh on the ladder, and I was saying earlier on too, they, they've conceded about 150 more points than they've scored. Um, so that sort of tells you something about their season so far. Cowboys and Manly, it was, uh, Manly were only ahead 24-18 with about 10 minutes to go, and then they, they switched into the top gear, and, uh, well, we know the result there. Tommy Turbo with a hat-trick and, and probably one of the best tries we've we've seen ever. Oh, that, that was incredible. And I think it, it's a, a testament to this side in, in the Seagulls that the game was done. Gary could have just run the ball dead and that, that's, that's the end of it. But they, they want to compete and they are such an exciting team to watch. Credit to them. Credit to the Cowboys too. They've, um, you know, I just bagged the, the Knights. I think the Cowboys are one team while not performing well. They've... They've actually shown a fair bit of fight each week, and uh, it, it's it's probably not the the 
season that they'll look back on with fond memories. But I think they're in a good position moving forward. On to the Seagulls. Look, they're going to be dominant um, in the weeks ahead. I think the matchup on Friday night, Storm Seagulls, is an absolutely cracking contest. And they had 11 line breaks last night. So it just shows you they are a dangerous attacking team. And I, I think Friday night could deliver a, a bit of a surprise result. You're thinking, hey? You're thinking that Tommy Turbo... so. He has now either scored or set up 55 tries for Manly in just 15 games. These figures are, they really are off the charts. Last night's game, Guru, uh, the Rabbitohs against the Dragons. Uh, South's a second string, Southside led 20 nil, and the Dragons piled on uh, a few tries late on. Uh, it's been a real disappointing season for the Dragons, and as I've been saying as well, they're their season literally went up in flames uh, after Barbecue Gate. Yeah, mate, I, I completely agree. They were winless since that time, and a lot of questions have to be asked about the playing group and where their mentality is and what they want to achieve out of you know next year. But credit to the young bunny side, they were good. They actually had a 91% completion rate, South, so they took care of the little things. They only did have one line break, so that shows you with all their attacking guns out how difficult it was for them. But they they brought the dragons, they took the dragons out of the contest, and they focused on completing, and that that was a really good sign for South moving forward. All right, well, moving forward for us, so two games today, later on the Tigers and Dogs, a nothing match all round, but on the other side of the coin, everything to play for for the Gold Coast Titans today. They take on the Warriors uh, in about 25 minutes. That match will start, and the Titans need to win by 11 points or more, and they're in the finals, and the Sharks miss out. Yeah, an exciting proposition down to the last last day of the regular season. The Titans are a dollar twenty five. The Warriors are three eighty three eighty outsiders. The Warriors have won nineteen um, matches over the Titans. The Titans have won just nine against the Warriors. And the equation, as you said, is simple for the Titans. Well, I mean, the, the equation's been simple for them for the past few weeks. So yeah. they've actually failed to deliver on that. And I, I really do question whether they're able to do it again. I think they're the stronger side, but. I don't know if they can win or defeat the Warriors by more than the 11 points which is needed. The average loss margin for the Warriors this year is 11.7 points and the Titans really can't be trusted. While they they can score points in bunches, I actually like the Warriors at the line here to to kind of disrupt uh, the momentum of their opponents and book the Sharks a a position in the finals. Well, there you have it, the guru. He's got his crystal ball out and Cronulla Sharks. Another Sharks will make uh, will make the finals. The Warriors have won nine of their past 11 games, too, against the Titans, so there could be something there in what you're saying. Uh, as I say, disappointing season for West Tigers and equally so, or even more so, for the Bulldogs. Um, last night, the Dragons, they set a new club record for consecutive losses at eight, and the Bulldogs are aiming to avoid a club record equaling 11th straight loss today. Yeah, look, I know what you said before that this, you know, not much to play for, but this has been such an unusual season. I can actually see this game delivering a really, really exciting contest. So the Tigers are a dollar forty-five. Bulldogs are two seventy-five outsiders. The Tigers, well, they've won the past three against the Bulldogs, including their round 21, 28 to sixteen victory. The attacking power is out for the Tigers, and while they did manage to get sixteen points against the Panthers last week, I think it's the, the Bulldogs grind or draw teams into an arm wrestle with them and I think it's going to be the same this week if the Bulldogs play like they did in the first half against the Seagulls last week I think they're a good chance of winning but then again 
I, look, there's not much to play for. I think it's going to be quite a free-flowing contest. The Tigers have an average win margin of 13 points, and with four players leaving Canterbury at the end of the year, I think a few of them might be able to prove a point. This game could go either way, so confidence is pretty low. But if I have to have a bet, I'm going to back the Tigers 1-12. All right, Guru. Well, you don't have to have a bet, mate, okay? You do not have to have a bet. But if you are <laughs> betting, Guru, you do so uh, gamble responsibly. All that information, you can find that and a whole lot more, by the way, not just about rugby league, on beforeyoubet.com.au. Guru, thanks for joining us. We'll chat again next Sunday. Thanks, Chris. Have a good one, mate.